The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. Start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Thursday morning to you, February 15th, 7 a.m. Brenda and Pat with you on The Morning Blend. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everyone had a prayerful Ash Wednesday and enjoyed giveaway day at church at Mass yesterday. Pat, you were down at the cathedral yesterday. I was. It was beautiful to be with Monsignor Gerard O'Connor and his group there and uh, pretty good attendance there at the noon Mass, but uh, very special. And uh, boy, I got ashed good. Did you? I did. He and, probably recognized you needed a little bit more well, penitential. Well, it was actually the acolyte that did it. Oh, really? So I, I wasn't in Monsignor's line, but he he was bold. He Man, he just, there was a big, big, he big gotcha. mark. He got me. Yeah. I like that. I did notice yesterday I went to Holy Redeemer in the evening, Father Nathy, uh, his line, they were coming across with a good mark uh, all the way across the <laughs> forehead. I, got in the, I was in the line of the good deacon, and he... Uh, very prayerfully uh, covered me. It's, there's nothing better than having your husband remind you that you're a sinner. So <laughs> that was an enjoyable time for me, for sure. And of course, like everybody does, as soon as I got out to the car, the first thing I did was put down the visor and look at my ashes in the mirror. So you know, I almost forgot. And then I looked in the mirror and there it was. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I thought of what you said yesterday about, about that. And I was like, I didn't do that. I did manage to make it over to the store yesterday on my way home because I needed to get fish available. We are well stocked for the rest of uh, the Lenten season now. But I did not notice. And I was looking didn't see too many people, at least in the afternoon. Uh, and the reason why now, as I understand, everybody went in the evening. It was jam-packed at Mass last night where oh, I went. Good, good. Well, we so need that's to get Lynn thing. off to a great start. And what was weird yesterday, Brenda, is uh, I'm leaving here in the afternoon. Oh, I guess it was around 3 o'clock or so. Snow's coming down. I had and I was heard like, Are that. Are you kidding me? But it was it was melting on contact. But it, it's supposed to do it again today, tomorrow, and Saturday as well. So really, yeah, I I, <laughs> I was I was cold last night. I did notice that too. I'm through with the snow. No, yeah, we no, had our we don't storm. want any more. No, <laughs> oh, we Portlanders, we like our one uh, snowstorm, and then we're like, oh, we're glad we got it, and now no more. We just don't want it anymore, mm-hmm. for sure. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, so this brought up an interesting question. So we have to, first of all, I want to remind everybody, you know, these days of Lent aren't something that we should look at as we're tolerating it. I have to give up. Mm-hmm. I have to suffer. No, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it's not something we have to get through to Easter. It's a very important liturgical season of the year. So we were talking about that when we got home yesterday from Mass with the kids. And so the next question from Scott was, all right, kids, how many liturgical seasons are there in our calendar? And so we went, oh. Wow. And so they started throwing out numbers, and we went, wait, wait, we got to start counting. Let's So, so we should count them all. Uh, do you have an idea, or do you want to guess them? I, I'm going to say there are five. 
There are five. That is the number most people would go to when you look at the calendar. Uh-huh. Yes. But there is actually, uh, and the USCCB confirms this because I looked it up, a very, very short liturgical season that people often forget. So the big ones are, you remember, ordinary time. Right. And that one is split because we have a few uh-huh. ordinary after uh, Christmas and then a lot after Easter. Right. Okay. So then there's Advent. And then Christmas, those right. two seasons, were in Lent right. and Easter, right? Uh-huh. But in between Lent and Easter oh, is Holy Week. Oh, is a liturgical that's year. That's a trick question. The Triduum <laughs> is actually, though, it's yes, it's a little liturgical yeah, season. That's right. That's right. So okay. there are six that we will okay. go through in the year. So, okay. So let's I've not... something already. Four minutes into the show, Four minutes in. <laughs> so we don't want to skip over anything. All of it no. is so very important. In fact, I was looking at some resources that we had online, and I, Sister Miriam James popped up in one of the videos, and She's she awesome. said, I love Lent. She loves Lent. She just enters into it with such enthusiasm. And she said, there's nothing about these days that we have to tolerate. We should just jump in and be ready to live our faith. So St. Benedict advises those that are, are living the monastic life to embrace it with great joy. Yes. Great joy because of what's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what's coming and we should be joyful about that. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course, I keep being reminded of myself. I heard those words that that Lent begin Ash Wednesday and Valentine's, St. Valentine's Day being on the same day, it's perfect because Lent begins the greatest love story in all salvation history. Ooh. It's all about love. It's all about love. Why wouldn't you be joyful? All you need so, is love. That's it. So we got a lot of love here at Morning Blend, too, for all of our listeners. So we hope you had a very prayerful and wonderful entrance. I love love. Into this Lent season. You love love. I love to, I love to love. That feels good to me, too. (laughs) We got a great show ahead for you on this Thursday morning. What do you got coming up, Pat? Well, we have got uh, getting into this Lenten season, all kinds of things, but a crazy story out of the NBA, and it involves a Troutdale native. So we'll get into that story. This is wild, and uh, we'll we'll tell you about that. Plus, Archbishop Sample has issued a Lenten challenge to the faithful. Okay. I I think I can do it. You, I'm not so sure about. <laughs> uh, probably true. And I don't even know what it is, but I'm pretty sure I can't mm, do it. it. It's tricky, but I it's something I I did a couple years ago. And, okay. And so it, I think I, I know like, what oh, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So it, it, it's going to be a challenge for a lot of people. And I, uh, Pope Francis also spoke yesterday at his Ash Wednesday Mass and talked a little bit about this Lenten season and in a world that we've got, how difficult it can be to, to truly live the faith. So he'll talk more about that as well. So we have a great show ahead for you on this rolling. Thursday morning. Uh, Eric, what we got coming up here? Well, just like all good love stories, he knows my name. Francesca Battiselli kicking it off on the morning blend and this is modern day radio the bridge between your faith and everyday life
Saturday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That is Francesca Botticelli, and he knows my name. 710 on the Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat and Engineer Eric. We're glad to have you along for the ride, and we're taking a look at a snowy weather forecast, and it's 50 degrees. Wait a minute. There's something going on here. <laughs> I'm not and, sure how that works. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either, but Eric will tell us when he checks weather next, and we'll also check in with Bob Jequist of CYO. Find out what's going on with CYO Camp Howard next at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your sacred heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for sin, for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. Grow closer to the Lord through Mater Dei Radio's Lenten Challenge. Between now and Easter Sunday, resolve to listen to our dynamic Catholic programming more frequently. If you already listen for an hour a day, make it two. Listening for two hours, make it three. Whatever length you spend listening to Mater Dei Radio and the Hail Mary Media app, increase that time throughout the Lenten season. The results might surprise you. Not only do we bring you the best of local and national Catholic shows, Mater Dei Radio is also teaming up with Ave Maria Press this Lent to bring you the dynamic series Made for Heaven. Join Father Augustino Torres on a multimedia journey inspired by St. Francis. Free your heart from the desert of sin and open it up to love for others in the glory of Easter. You are made for heaven. So grow closer to Christ and take the Lenten Challenge now on the Hail Mary Media app and Mater Dei Radio. Leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 713 at Mater Dei Radio. High of 46 and low of 36 today. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers but those showers might be a rain and snow mix tonight, but none of that's gonna stick around. The ground is not cold enough for that, and there shouldn't be too much precipitation coming down either. 
Currently, it is 39 degrees at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 41 at St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church in Northeast Portland. It's Faith in Action. Time to check in with the Catholic Youth Organization. Well, these cold and kind of snowy downfalls that we're experiencing here on Sylvan Hill makes us wish and yearn for those warm summer days mm. at summer camp. Well, joining us today is a man very familiar with what wonderful things go on at camp, and it is their new summer camp director, Bob Jaquist. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Blend today. Good morning to all. I'm very happy to be here. Bob, as new camp director, I think this is really wonderful for you because you have firsthand experience about all of the great things that Camp Howard has for kids to do every summer. Oh, my gosh. I can't say enough about it. Um, I guess my personal experience uh, is, is twofold. Number one is that I worked at the Catholic Sentinel for 10 years, and so I had the pleasure of working with Sister Krista and crew uh, for all those years. Uh, we helped put together a number of different programs and helped them with some annual uh, fundraising and such. Uh, but the second part of it comes from the experience of my own daughter. Um, Lily has uh, been at uh, Camp Howard since she was just five years old, started out in the minicamp, and has been there ever since, every year, and now has uh, developed and grown into being a camp counselor full-time. She'll be there again this summer. Wow, how exciting. Uh, what I love about s the summer camp is it's such a family affair. I mean, then people go on for years. Right. They've been a part of it themselves, and then lo and behold, their children are part of it. And that's really a generational kind of event. For you, Bob, in your own personal interest, how does that go hand in hand with what you're able to provide there at Camp Howard? Well, I think the biggest thing, frankly, is I'm able to communicate well to others who either haven't been to Camp Howard, their children haven't been to Camp Howard, or maybe they know somebody who hasn't been there, um, or, or, or frankly, if you haven't been there enough, and I can't say that anybody's been there enough, uh, to really be able to get a sense of what it does for you and for your children. The biggest thing that I can note is that Kids grow, and it's hard to explain how that works, but kids, you know, they start out at that camp the first day of the week, and they're a little bit shy, they're not sure quite what to do, you know, they know they're supposed to have fun, but then by the end of the week, holy smokes, they just absolutely become themselves, they're, they're confident, they have fun, they make friends, there's a lot going on. Bob, I would imagine, too, with Portland and in the southern areas uh, down towards Salem, even as far as Eugene, these kids during the year don't get a whole lot of interaction. They don't see each other. But once a year at camp, do you find that in many ways, too, it is a reunion for some of these friendships because they go away for a year and then, boy, they can't wait to see each other again at camp? You know, they truly do. I mean, uh, there are kids that, uh, you know, I, I come home and I say, Lily, it looks like, you know, um, Ruth is going to be, oh, Ruth, oh, Jesus, man. It's going to be great to see her. And these kids, even though they're away for nine months, they come back and they're so happy to see each other. And they see how each other have changed and grown. And they just become closer from year to year to year.
Bob, you talked about your own daughter entering camp at such a young age, five years old. Kind of run through the the different types of camps that you are offering this year, because yeah, I don't know that every five-year-old would be ready for a sleepaway camp, but you've got just different types of camp and availability for the whole family throughout the summer. Just kind of run through the different programs you're offering this year. There are. Uh, there are open houses. First of all, let me plug the open houses. Open houses from, is on May 4th and June 23rd. That's a great opportunity for, for new families to come up and visit and kind of tour the camp and kind of see what some of the different things that go on. But family camp is going to be the first one that is up to bat. It's June 27th through June 30th. Then the mini camps from June 30th through the 3rd. Uh, there are the regular uh, sleepaway um, sessions, week-long sessions, beginning in July, and they run through August. And boys and girls, uh, all the way up to age 14, are welcome to register for camp, uh, both the mini camp and the and the and the week-long. Um, the activities are archery, arts and crafts, swimming, campfires, capture the flag, slip and slide. The list kind of goes on and on. Some of the bigger uh, attractions for uh, for thir- ages 13 and up are the giant swing and the zip line there that runs through the camp. So there's a lot to do for everybody. Along with these outstanding programs that you have available, Bob, you need to have outstanding camp staff and counselors. Are you looking to add more to the crew for this summer's uh, activities? Oh my gosh, yes. I, I can't uh, I can't say enough about that. We are starting the process, uh, process of uh, beginning to outreach to uh, to to kids and from ages uh, 14 and up uh, to get involved in the camp counselor programs. You can become a, a CIT or a counselor in training, and then move on uh, to become a camp staff counselor itself. Uh, so any kids who are in high school uh, who meet those age requirements have an opportunity to be able to come to camp, share what it is that they know, and and frankly. They really grow themselves. They become leaders. Uh, they have fun. They make these long-time uh, relationships with each other. And, you know, I can't say enough about these young people that really learn ab- about themselves because they're out in their nature. We strongly discourage cell phones and any other electronics. Mm-hmm. My gosh, holy smokes, what, what do you get out of, of being up there and you're breathing clean air and you're, you're just having fun and your focus is on the kids and the people around you? Well, you can parents just tell your kids, you know, there's just not cell service up there. So it's not even worth mm-hmm. taking your phone with you at all. If you're just tuning in, Bob Jaquith is joining us today. He's the summer camp director for Camp Howard. Boy, I am dreaming about warm summer days already. It's only February. Summer camp will be here right around the corner. Bob, we just have a moment left. I know so often people associate CYO and Camp Howard with our Catholic mm-hmm. schools and the athletic programs but mm-hmm. it is important for people to remember that camp is open for the always open for the wider community as is CYO sports so just let our listeners know how they're going to find information there's also scholarship information available as well yes I uh, yes and and my gosh I wish I had a, a an hour to talk about this stuff it's so exciting and great for these for these kids um, CYO uh, is open to everybody. It's whether you go to a public school, you know, you know, Catholic school, whatever have you. Uh, you don't even have to be Catholic. The bottom line is that no child gets turned away. None. Uh, there's every kid has an opportunity to be able to get out there and really have a lot of fun and learn. 
as far as scholarships, yes, please, yes, 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 yes. Please don't let uh, you know money enter into the picture of you not or you know or, or of you choosing to be or not to be at camp. Those are available, and they're available for uh, for uh, you know applications on cyocamppower.com, where you're going to find all kinds of information about some of the different programs that are available at Camp Powered and the sports programs that we're famous for at CYO Sports. So uh, get out there, get on to the website, find out more about it. Uh, it's open to everybody, please. Mm. That's what I, we love, CYO. Bob, thank you so much for the information. I know things are only gearing up from now all the way through the end of summer. So prayers for you and your staff. And we hope you all have a very, very blessed camp season. Let's talk again soon before it comes up. Thank you so much. I, I, I love the invitation. <laughs> 722 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. I'm going to get on that zip line. <laughs> I'm ready. Don't hurt yourself now. <laughs> no, no, no. But man, flying through the woods like that, Do that'd be Superman. so much fun. Hey, we are flying through the Lenten season, already off to a good start with Ash Wednesday. And we have got some incredible resources on the Hail Mary Media app. I was using them last night, as a matter of fact. But we have got a wonderful program with Father Augustino uh, Torres. He is a Franciscan priest, and it is called Made for Heaven. You are made for heaven. Check out this great program. It's a great way for you to grow in faith during the Lenten season because you're made for heaven. And it's all right there. You can find out how to download the Hail Mary Media app. If you haven't done that, we've got the details online, matradayradio.com, and journey through Lent with the Hail Mary Media app and Matraday Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. It's okay for Lent to be a struggle. Christ never promised us fame, riches, or happiness in this life, but rather suffering, poverty, and sacrifice. The desert of Lent helps us discern the need for God. We must realize in most cases the desert is more of a path than it is a place for us to live. If we follow in the path of Christ, that is, in His way of the cross, we find not a crown of gold, but a crown of thorns. We must first die if we wish to be reborn. Moses and the Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years, and Jesus fasted and was tempted in the desert for 40 days. The 40 days of Lent are a time of trial and purification. This Lent, let's leave everything to God, especially if everything seems to be going wrong. This is Matt Maloney from KnowTheFaith.net. Hello, I'm Kevin Doran. And I'm Carla Wehrman, co-host of Sunday Commentary. Join us every weekend on Mantra Day Radio, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8, as we break down the scripture readings so you can better prepare to enter into the beauty and mystery of the Holy Mass. It's fun, fast, and faith-filled. Let us share our love of the good news with you. 
Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8 on Modern Day Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend. Two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 726 at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And Portland Archbishop Alexander K. Sample wants us to fast for Lent but a specific fast. And we'll tell you what that is just ahead in news. And it certainly feels like a blessing when you're in a car driving down a long corridor and you see nothing but green lights ahead. Don't go too fast to try to make them. You might actually make the light turn red. Mm. A new program in Portland is curbing traffic accidents along major corridors. I'll have that story for you in three minutes. Here is Lee Ressler. How sweet the sound. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. Before the sun could conquer night Before the mountains kiss the sky You were there, breathing out new life From the deepest depth to the highest tide Spoke, let there be light. When you watched heaven and earth collide, creation sang a song to your delight. And it said, God of power, God of might, I'm lifting up my hands to you, my God, for everything you are and what I am not. I'm singing out in praise to the skies of There's no 
everything you are and what I am not. I'm singing out in praise to the skies above. How sweet the sound of your amazing love. Wrestler, how sweet the sound. It is 7.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. This morning, investigators in Kansas City are piecing together the events leading up to and during the shooting at the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration that wounded 21 people and killed beloved local DJ Lisa Lopez Galvan, a mother of two. Tens of thousands of fans attended the parade yesterday when around 2 o'clock in the afternoon outside Union Station, a historic railway depot in downtown Kansas City, gunfire sent scores of people running for cover. Several children were treated for gunshot wounds at a local hospital and all are expected to recover. Police detained three people at the rally and recovered multiple firearms. Kansas City, Missouri Police Chief Stacy Graves has not yet identified the people in custody or a possible motive. On Ash Wednesday, Pope Francis said that Lent is a time to look inward at our true selves and to share our deepest desires, worries, and weaknesses with the Lord in prayer. In his homily, Pope Francis said today, everything has to be exposed, shown off and fed to the gossip mill of the moment. The Lord is inviting us to remove the masks we so often wear and to see ourselves as we truly are in the sight of God. Pope Francis presided over Mass at the Basilica of Santa Sabina, a 5th century church on Rome's Aventine Hill, where St. Thomas Aquinas once resided. The Mass followed a short procession of priests and cardinals that started at the Benedictine Abbey of St. Anselm on the Abitine with sung prayers of the Litany of the Saints. And the 87-year-old Pope, who frequently uses a wheelchair, did not lead the procession of priests and cardinals this year as he has in the past due to his limited mobility. Portland Archbishop Alexander K. Sample released his Ash Wednesday address online yesterday, and he's challenging the faithful with a specific fast during this Lenten season. In order to make more time for God in prayer and more time for other people through acts of mercy and love, I'm going to invite you to join me in fasting from social media and internet usage that is not truly necessary. This will give us all more time to pray, and that's something we're supposed to do during Lent. Archbishop Sample is also encouraging Lenten groups from Ashland to Astoria to gather in homes as a body of Christ and be led by the Holy Spirit. Resources for these Lenten home groups are available on the Archdiocese of Portland's website at archdpdx.org. I have started my Lenten journey. Remember yesterday I said I'm not going to be sitting in that same spot where I plop. Well, I was in a different chair yesterday. And the first thing my daughter said when she came (laughs) home and started talking, she went, okay, first of all, tell me everybody, why is mom not in her chair? She noticed right away. I am glad, though, that uh, Archbishop Sample did say 
social media that doesn't feed your soul, of course, that would not include the Hail Mary media app. Nope. There's so many wonderful things on there that are going to get you through this Lenten season with the kind of joy that knowing our salvation is set before us. So uh, open up that app. There's a link right at the bottom for Lent. So I gave up social media now going on two years. How's that working for you? It's worked great. Yeah. It's worked fantastic. But it was tough to start. So if you can get through that 40 days, you got it made. That's a habit. It's yeah. made. Well, some significant changes are coming to one of Portland's most dangerous stretches of road along Southeast Powell Boulevard. In 2023, Portland saw the most traffic deaths in three decades. Now, Portland Bureau of Transportation's Rest on Red program, they say, is going to make a difference. As part of the program, traffic signals in certain intersections would be upgraded to include microwave sensors, which would be able to detect how fast cars are going and could act if vehicles are moving too quickly. So basically, it works like this. Go too fast and the next delight going to turn red. Now, another change Peabot is Hmm. looking at is to have all red lights at some intersections at certain times of night. This is forcing all drivers to completely stop and a sensor would then trigger a green light for the vehicles that are waiting. The goal of this is to reduce speeding on long corridors and they're looking to begin with traffic signals on Southeast Powell Boulevard between 21st and 33rd Avenue. In sports, Detroit Pistons center Isaiah Stewart should have stopped at the red light, but he didn't. He was arrested for assault yesterday for punching Phoenix Sun center Drew Eubanks at the arena hours before the teams played. Eubanks said the altercation happened as he was coming onto the court. He said an argument started and they were chest to chest before Stewart threw a punch. Security intervened and Phoenix police said Stewart was issued a citation and released. Eubanks is from Troutdale, and he previously played for Oregon State and the Portland Trailblazers. And speaking of the Blazers, they're home again tonight, hosting the Timberwolves. Tip-off at the Moda Center set for 7 o'clock. He must have thought that he was walking on the court to play hockey, not uh, basketball. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of crazy, though. I wonder, I wonder what take sparked it. It, did, it didn't <laughs> say. I, you know, as, I, my, as my dad would all often say, it takes two to tangle. For sure. Len gives us the opportunity to reflect on how we can use our faith to be our best selves. And there's no greater example than the life of the much-loved saint, Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Now, the saint who devoted her long life to serving the poor often shared some simple ways in which we can improve ourselves on a daily basis. And in The Joy in Loving, A Guide to Daily Living, a compilation of her wisdom, we find some essential tools for bringing a little more humility into our lives. So this is Mother Teresa's simple way of getting through each day. She says, to speak as little as possible if oneself, of oneself. Talk little of yourself as much as possible. Mind your own business. Not to want to manage other people's affairs. Avoid curiosity. To pass over the mistakes of others. To accept insult and injuries. To accept being slighted, forgotten, and disliked. Be kind and gentle even under provocation. Never to stand in one's dignity. And to choose always the hardest. Mm. Wow. 
That's a long list. Ugh. She did that every day. I think I could maybe tackle one of those each day, but I'll try. So I heard a very interesting story about President Harry S. Truman used to go through all his correspondence and any sentence that contained the word I, he would change. He, oh. It, that was a thing he did about taking the emphasis off of himself and any sentence that somebody in the letter wrote that said I, he would have that change. Change that up. Yeah, okay. kind of cool. Be humble. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, this Friday through Sunday at Our Lady of Peace Retreat House, the Worldwide Marriage Encounter Experience. Worldwide Marriage Encounter is a weekend for married Christian couples who value their relationship and desire a richer, fuller life together. What a great way to start Lent. Grow closer with your spouse and with our Lord. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go online to materdayradio.com or find our community calendar on the free Hail Mary media app. Well, the Catholic faith is booming at the University of Oregon, and it's all thanks to Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic Students. And we will be checking in with Anna Evans of the Focus Group at the University of Oregon after we check weather next at Mater Dei Radio. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Hello, this is Father Peter Julia, the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. Join me in praying the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. Healthcare sharing has been around for decades and began out of the Christian tradition of neighbor helping neighbor. That's the premise Solidarity HealthShare was built on. We're a nonprofit medical cost sharing ministry in which our family of members share in each other's eligible medical expenses. Solidarity HealthShare is not insurance, but an alternative way to pay for medical costs that adheres to Catholic Church teachings. We never share into medical care that goes against our morals. More information at SolidarityHealthShare.org. I am Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. 
741 here at Madre Day Radio, high of 46 and low of 36 today. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers, but tonight the showers might turn to a rain and snow mix. Unless you're in the Cascades when you are just getting snow. Plenty of watches and advisories in effect for the Cascades, so be careful if you're driving through the mountain passes. Sunny and dry but breezy tomorrow. Wet President's Day weekend. Currently, it is 44 degrees at St. John the Apostle Catholic Church in Oregon City. And it's also 44 at St. Paul Catholic Church and School in Eugene. Recognizing the significant impact the college years have on a young person's future, Curtis Martin founded Focus, starting with just two missionaries at Benedictine College back in 1998. Well, Focus missionaries have spread the gospel message to tens of thousands of college students through on-campus outreach, Bible studies, discipleships, and now a very well-attended national conference. On their recent Seek 24 conference brought together nearly 24,000 people to praise the Lord. Now, one of those in attendance was Anna Evans. Anna is a Focus missionary at the University of Oregon. She's joining us today. Good morning, Anna. Thanks for joining the Morning Blend. Hi, Brenda. Thank you so much for having me. The idea of uh, worshiping our Lord with 24,000 of my closest (laughs) companions seems to be amazing. I want to know all about this because we followed it so much during the morning show and the news as it was coming out. But first, I'd love to get to know you. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you became involved with Focus. Yeah, absolutely. So I became involved with Focus um, within my freshman year at the University of Mary um, in North Dakota. I'm originally from Minnesota, um, but I was super eager to join a Focus Bible study, get to know the missionaries, um, because my sister had actually been a missionary uh, before me. So I jumped into Bible study, um, was just really blessed to become good friends with the girls in my Bible studies. We're still friends to this day. Um, And yeah, to have that opportunity in college to be walked with um, by missionaries, by older students, um, and in companionship with my friends to really learn what it means to be a disciple of Christ, what it means to, yeah, not just follow him, but to follow him as a missionary disciple, to want to get to know him and to have others encounter him and his gospel as well. So at the end of my it's kind of confusing. I finished halfway through the year, so I was somewhere between my junior and senior year. I actually was at um, one of Focus's conferences and had been talking to a handful of missionaries, and they said, hey, why don't why don't you apply to be a missionary? And it, had, it hadn't really crossed my mind, but I decided to take one step at a time and apply to be a missionary. And so I was accepted in 2020 in the midst of the pandemic, and I was so excited had no idea where I'd be going. And so after I graduated in December of 2020, I was sent to Boise State University as a missionary there for about a year and a half. And then last in 2022, I was sent to the University of Oregon to be a missionary here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. And I am so grateful for it. Well, I love that you call it the beautiful Pacific Northwest, uh, and we do recognize it, but you've got to be willing to live through these rainy months that we get in order to get to the the really beautiful opportunities to be outdoors. Anna, for you as a student, and then now as you recognize as a missionary for Focus, so many young people, especially during these college years, lose their faith, or they, they just forget 
that their journey with God continues and they, they are distracted. What do you find is so important, both while you were a student and now that you're working with other college students, what is that thing that you are finding that is keeping kids in the faith, that is just constantly reminding them that they're not alone in this journey, that God is always calling them back? Yeah, no, you're so right. It's definitely one of the biggest poverties of our age is um, really this this lack of accompaniment within the church that I think leads so many um, to leave the church, whether it's through some sort of hurt or a lack of catechesis or just someone not encouraging whatever individual, whether it's a college student or not, to continue to follow the Lord in the highs and the lows. And so, yeah, I've I've seen that so much um, on any campus. Um, but what I've really found is that the reason that a student will stay um, isn't always at first a, a huge encounter with Christ or um, a, a full conviction of the the truth and the beauty of his church. But at first, it's just a simple invitation from a friend or a family member or someone to take one more step and to keep trying and to ask questions and to not be afraid of the doubts that we have, to be afraid of um the places that were confused and lost and hurting and broken and think that we can never be forgiven. We can never come back to Christ, but um, you know, the Lord has his timing. And for some people that's in, in their time at college that they, yeah, God willing encounter a friend, a missionary, a priest, someone who is willing to walk with them um, and to answer those questions to, to uh, provide opportunities. Yeah. Like conferences, retreats, um, Newman nights, you know, whatever you call it, whatever those kinds of things are um, to really just have an opportunity to know that you are not alone in the church that um, the litany of trust says Christ does not leave us orphaned. He gives us his church. So that's something I've seen that once a student encounters that they are, they're both known individually by Christ and that they belong within the church, that they're willing to stay and willing to learn what that means to be a part of the body of Christ. Anna, I love that word, invitation, and how we are all called, not just to call on the college students, but all of us are called to be that invitation, that all it takes is just the ask, come join me, come be with us. You're in college, please, you, have you found a focus ministry that you are all there ready to help those who have an ear to listen for sure. And Evans is joining us today. She is a focus ministry at the University of Oregon. And we followed on the morning blend, as I said at the beginning of our interview, the incredible Seek 24 conference. This is a conference that has been growing year after year after year and recognizing how wonderful and how spiritually rich this conference has become. They've opened it up to the local community that is there, as well as the college students who are in attendance. More than 24,000 people on their knees, praising God as uh, the Holy Presence in the Blessed Sacrament. You were there. Kind of recap the event for us and uh, tell us some, some of the things that really struck out to you as just a, a being such a wonderful part of uh, this gathering. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right, Brenda. Being able to be with 24,000 people uh, just praising the Lord in the Eucharist is an incredible gift that, yeah, you could you could definitely experience at something like World Youth Day or, um, you know, I know the Eucharistic Congress is coming up this summer, all of these places. Um, and I think to have something geared towards college students, especially for the students out here in Oregon and the Pacific Northwest, to encounter that maybe they've experienced a very, very small portion of the church and they wonder if there's really, if the church is really alive, if there's really anyone else out there that 
wants to follow Christ and wants to support them wherever they go, that our church is truly universal and getting to walk into, you know, we have mass every day. And the fact that the the procession in takes 15, 20 minutes because there are so many priests. I think we had over 700 priests present, um, including 45 bishops, which was just amazing for these students or myself, for all these parishioners to see that the church is alive, that, yeah, that even though we are in a tumultuous world, Christ is still present and he is still working and doing amazing things that, yeah, we definitely saw at this conference. So each day had numerous, numerous uh, talks by incredible speakers, um, some were within, yeah, with the whole conference with everybody present, but then there were dozens of options each day of different breakout sessions to to attend, depending on your interests. Um, there are also opportunities for confession every single day. Um, they estimate that there were over 7,000 confessions heard, which is just praise the Lord, so much mercy being poured out and the the graces were very tangible. But then, yeah, like you said, we had a night of adoration um, with over 23,000 people, nearing 24,000. What a gift to just be able to, to look at the Lord and know that he was intimately present to each and every person, each and every individual and 24,000 people at the same time. It was yeah, clearly an abundance of his grace being poured out that night. The idea of seeing that many people just all together praising God is is so beautiful and such a wonderful image and really invigorates in so many of those that are attending their faith. Again, Anna, such amazing work that you are doing. And there's so much more I want to talk to you about, especially the Seek 24 conference that you recently attended but I'm already up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in the next half hour? Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. 751 at Matrade Radio, the morning blend with Brenda and Pat. Glad to have you here with us. And congratulations to our Parish of the Week, the Mother Church of the Archdiocese of Portland. Yep, we're talking about St. Mary Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception. And we congratulate Archbishop Alexander Sample, Rector Monsignor Gerard O'Connor, and all the parishioners there at the cathedral on being our Parish of the Week. And yesterday, the 98th anniversary of the dedication of St. Mary Cathedral. So it's a very special week around there. It was a very special Ash Wednesday, and we congratulate our Parish of the Week, St. Mary Cathedral. We want to make your parish our next Parish of the Week, but we got to hear from you. You got to let us know. Drop us an email, info, I-N-F-O, at matradayradio.com. Tell us why your parish should be our Parish of the Week with Matraday Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. This is Modern Day Radio. KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene. Springfield. Translator K235BF, Eugene. And streaming at moderndayradio.com. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Aloha. This is Bear Wozniak from deepadventure.com with Deep Virtue number 83. There's a scripture that says that the Lord prepares a table for us in the midst of our enemies. 
The Lord invites us to come and sup with him. Uh, the Lord invites us. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and lets me in, I'll come in to him and sup with him and he with me. There's going to be a wedding feast in heaven. And we enjoy the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist at, at the, uh, at the, when we celebrate the Last Supper at Mass. But whenever you're going to be doing some eating and feasting, there's going to be some dishes to be done. And I remember as a youth in like junior high and high school, me and my three sisters, our job after every dinner was to do the dishes. We had washed the dishes, dry the dishes, put the dishes away. And then we did one more thing. We had set the table for the next morning's breakfast. With four children in the family, it was kind of like a small army. This is what the Catholic Church teaches us to do in our prayer life. At night, we do the dishes. At night, when we pray, pray the night prayer, the liturgy, the hours, we do an examination of conscience. We look at our life that day and how we may not have greeted Jesus properly uh, in the way that we treated other people, or maybe in our thought life or in other areas where we fell. And we seek God's forgiveness, his mercy, and his help. And, res- and we resolve uh, to start a new day. You know, we do the dishes, we ask God for forgiveness, and he cleanses us and keeps us clean. And then in the morning, the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. And so our nighttime prayer really is doing the dishes and setting the table for the next morning so that our last thought of the day is of Jesus and our first thought of the day of Jesus so we can rise in the morning and set our day um, with a good breakfast of his word. This is Bear Wozniak from DeepAdventure.com with Deep Virtue number 83. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Find out more at DeepAdventure.com. Modern Day Radio's Leadership Circle connects through AllSource Communications. Is a technology upgrade in your company's future? AllSource Communications is an independent local telecom brokerage specializing in internet and phone systems. Connect today at AllSourceCommunications.com. That's AllSourceCommunications.com. Or call 503-967-4887 for AllSource Communications. Connecting Modern Day Radio's Leadership Circle. Would you like to make your spring cleaning plans a little easier this year? Let Mater Day Radio give you a hand. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you would like to clear out, our vehicle donation program is just the answer. You can donate your vehicle to Mater Day Radio and get a likely tax deduction in return. It's quick and easy, giving you a real jump start to your spring cleaning. Learn more about our vehicle donation program at MaterDayRadio.com. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 7.56 at Mater Day Radio on The Morning Blend with Brenda Pat and Engineer Eric and to the moon and what? beyond. Yeah, we're going back to the moon, oh. Brenda, to next week. All right. I've got all the details on this. <laughs> kind of surprised me, but yeah, we're, we're going to the moon. Okay. And Catholics... Well, we're going to pray. 40 Days for Life begins this week. And here in Portland, Oregon, you can pray with the Sisters of Life all together in support of life. I'll have that story for you and details coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey, everyone. I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Father Michael Sapoko is called the second apostle of the Divine Mercy for his fierce commitment to spreading devotion to God's merciful heart. 
Born in Lithuania in the year 1888, Michael was raised in a deeply religious and patriotic family. In 1914, he became a priest and began his work evangelizing through opening several mission churches and schools. He spent time as a military chaplain during World War I and wrote articles on catechetics, pedagogy, pastoral theology, and spirituality. After receiving his doctorate in theology, he became a well-known professor at the seminary in Vilnius and later a professor of pastoral theology. This is where he met Sister Faustina Kowalska, who would share with him later her revelations of the divine mercy. Father Michael did not initially believe Faustina and as her confessor, he required that she record all of her mystical experiences into notebooks. These six journals became the diary of St. Faustina. It was not until he had her undergo a positive psychiatric evaluation and after careful study of her experiences, intense study of scripture and theology, and his own prayer, the Father Michael was convinced of the validity of the message. Because of this, he was the first to believe in St. Faustina's experiences, and he began the rest of his life promoting devotion to the divine mercy. In 1934, he found an artist, a fellow professor, who would paint the image that we all know now today. In 1935, on the first Sunday after Easter, what we now call Divine Mercy Sunday, Father Michael placed the image on display at the Gate of Dawn, now a holy site in Lithuania. He celebrated mass and gave the first ever sermon on the Divine Mercy. In 1936, he obtained permission from his archbishop to print the first brochure on the devotion. Then two years later, Faustina died and the world was plunged into the Second World War. Forced to flee during the occupation, Father Michael ended up in Poland, where he founded the religious order, the Sisters of the Merciful Jesus, taught in the seminary of Bielostok and continued to promote the devotion. Unfortunately, in 1959, due to a bad translation of St. Faustina's diary, the Divine Mercy devotion was forbidden by the Vatican for nearly 20 years. But thanks to the Archbishop of Krakow, Karol Wojtyła, who would later become Pope John Paul II, a new investigation was opened and in 1978, the ban was reversed. Unfortunately, Father Michael did not live to see the full approval of the Divine Mercy and he died in 1975. Toward the end of his life, he wrote his own thoughts on the message of God's mercy. In his four volume work titled The Mercy of God and His Works, he detailed his study of God's mercy woven throughout scripture and within church theology, affirming Faustina's revelation of God's greatest attribute, being mercy. In his book, he writes, the decisive factor in obtaining God's mercy is trust. Because trust springs from faith, it strengthens hope and love and is moreover linked up in one way or another with the moral virtues. Blessed Michael Sapoko, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information on the saints and to find a wonderful version of the Divine Mercy Chaplet, check out the Hail Mary Media app. Details on how you can put that on your phone are available online at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. The 40 Days for Life campaign is inviting others to join in 40 days of prayer during the Lenten season for an end to abortion starting on February 14th. The international 40-day campaign seeks to end abortion locally through prayer, fasting, and community outreach and peaceful all-day vigils outside abortion facilities. Now, starting on February 14th, the beginning of Lent and ending on March 24th, Palm Sunday, individuals can take part in prayer vigils happening outside of abortion facilities in their local communities. Please check local websites. There are vigils happening in Portland, in Beaverton, down south in Salem, also across the river in Vancouver.
Now, 40 Days for Life launched its first ever nationally courted campaign in 2007 and reached 89 cities and 33 states. Today, it reaches over 1,000 cities and 63 countries and claims to have saved more than 20,000 unborn lives. This evening, the Sisters of Life will be at St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Portland and tomorrow at the University of Oregon. And the local community is invited to a very special opening event for Spring 40 Days for Life 24 on Saturday, February 17th from 12 o'clock to 1.30 in the afternoon in front of the public sidewalk in front of the 511 building where late-term abortion facility Lilith Clinic is located. The Sisters of Life will be leading us in prayer and a rosary. SpaceX and NASA have successfully launched uh, Intuitive Machines Nova Sea Lunar Lander into space earlier this morning. The spacecraft will now embark on an eight-day journey to the moon with a landing attempt scheduled for next Thursday, February 22nd. The spacecraft will enter lunar orbit about 24 hours before the landing attempt and will circle the moon at an altitude of just over 100 kilometers. The lander will then try to land near the moon's south pole. The lunar lander is part of NASA's Artemis project to explore and document the moon's surface. The Artemis program is intended to be the first step toward establishing a sustainable presence on the moon with the ultimate goal of preparing for a trip to Mars. Portland Public Schools announced it will cut $30 million from its budget this year. This comes a couple of months after agreeing to a new deal with teachers. Now, once the deal was announced, Portland Public Administrator said well, budget cuts were inevitable. Oregon's biggest school district will also reduce its reserve to the minimum required balance. In a letter to parents, Superintendent Guadalupe Guerrero wrote, half of the cuts will be to the central budget office, cutting about 6% of the operations budget. The other $15 million will come from cuts to schools and about 2% of the school's base budget. Monsignor Kieran Harrington has resigned his <clears throat> Monsignor Kieran Harrington has resigned his position as the national director of the Pontifical Mission Society in the United States after the Diocese of Brooklyn found sufficient proof of inappropriate behavior with an adult, which he has since admitted to. The Diocese of Brooklyn's Adult Allegation Committee investigated Harrington after it received an allegation of inappropriate conduct last March 6th of 2023. The committee found sufficient proof to support the allegation, but did not disclose any specifics about the conduct. The board of directors of the Pontifical Mission Societies in the United States appointed Father Andre Andreasi to serve as their interim national director. Oh, piles of garbage, ripped tents, and broken furniture is all that is left after Portland police raided a large homeless camp off of Northeast 148th and Cooch Street. The camp has been growing for years, and local residents said the situation was dangerous for them. Police confirmed there have been two recent shootings as well as assaults. Portland police said about 20 people ran when they arrived, so they were not identified. Officers detained 30 others and arrested 12 for outstanding warrants, ranging from first-degree robbery and second-degree criminal trespassing. PPB said some were booked into Multnomah County Detention Center or served citation in lieu of custody. Now, during the raid, one housing outreach worker was there on site, police said. 
All 30 people detained were offered shelter. Eight of them expressed interest, and it is not clear how many of those eight uh, took them up on the offer. And in sports, the Pac-12 has begun the process of separating from Commissioner George Klyovkov, according to a source with knowledge of the situation. The move has been anticipated since the Pac-12 collapsed back on August 4th when five schools voted for other leagues after Klofkoff failed to negotiate a satisfactory media rights contract. Reports to the uh, Pac-12 Board of Directors, which are now made up of only two remaining schools, Washington State and Oregon State. Few details are available at this point, including whatever severance package might be in line for Klavikov, who was hired in the spring of 2021. There are great resources available for Catholics during the Lent. And here at Mater Day Radio, we want to walk this Lenten journey with you. On Tuesday, Sarah Kenzie, our digital media manager, introduced you to a resource available on the Hail Mary Made Media app. Made for Heaven, join Father Augustino Torres, a multimedia Lenten journey inspired by St. Francis. So you begin the season with a vow of poverty and end at Easter with a heart free from the desert of sin and open to love, serve, and care for others. Made for Heaven features stunning original art by Valerie Delgado. Valerie, along with daily meditations on passages from scripture, reflection questions, prayer, and space for journaling and note-taking in the book. Now, Life of Simplicity and Poverty orients you toward God's love and reminds you that you're made for heaven, Torres says. And the best way to prepare yourself for that final destination is to live as true pilgrims who need to travel lightly and detach from earthly pleasures. There's free companion videos with Father Augustino. Pat, I opened up my Hail Mary Media app this morning. Right there on the front of the app, it says Lent. Yeah. You click on that, and at the top of that page, it says Made for Heaven. Just the introductory. If you just give it a minute and a half to watch that introductory video, you are going to want to open this up every single day. But you need to make sure you've downloaded the free Hail Mary Media app. It's really an incredible program. It is. Father Augustino is powerful. And that opening video where he's walking through the desert, oh, man, it, it will get you fired up for Lent. So right. check it out. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I watched it this morning, too, for that first first video after Ash Wednesday. And yeah, it's a good one. Archbishop Sample said to take a, a, a break from social media, but... He's, you can use the Hail Mary media to grow closer to the Lord during Lent. Use that instead. Yep. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, at our Parish of the Week this week, St. Mary's Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception, every Friday during Lent, the faithful are invited to soup supper and stations of the cross. That begins this Friday. Supper begins at 6 in the Cathedral School Cafeteria, and the stations begin at 7 in the church. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go online to moderndayradio.com or find it on that free Hail Mary Media app of ours. What kind of soup, Eric? I don't know. They didn't lentil. advertise. Lentil. Lentil uh, soup. It's got mm, lent in the name. That's what I had yesterday. <laughs> Did Love you? Love my lentil soup. Oh, yeah. It, I know it's supposed to be a penance, but I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. If you if you use a, take, eat a meager soup, but you really like it, yeah, we should like it. 
We should. That's of right. Course. That's right. All right. Hey, speaking of Lent, they are celebrating a, a wonderful Lent at the University of Oregon. Of course, we're talking about Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. And Brenda continues her conversation with Anna Evans about all the great things happening on the Duck Pond in Eugene next after we check weather at Mater Dei Radio. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join Mater Dei Radio and Franciscan missionary Sister Anne-Marie Warren with the morning offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MaterDayRadio.com. Gibran Zogby's State Farm Agency in Hillsboro is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle, offering coverage in Oregon, Washington, and Idaho with personal service, claims, and 24-7 assistance. Gibran's team will take the time to understand your situation and choose coverages just for you. Reach Gibran's office at gnzinsurance.com or 503-649-9514. Gibran Zogby's State Farm Agency in Hillsboro at gnzinsurance.com. At Mater Dei Radio, we constantly strive to be an inspiring source of faith and hope. Sharing the light of Christ restores us individually and also provides a powerful catalyst to revive the heart of our community. Join Mater Dei Radio in this crucial mission of leading souls to Jesus and bringing a spirit of renewal into the culture. Mark your calendar for April 8th through 12th to renew your hope during Mater Dei Radio's 2024 Spring Share-a-thon. It's going to be a week of transformation, and you can be a major part of it by helping us build a strong matching fund for the event. Your support now will have a deep impact on our success in April by providing strong encouragement for our share listeners to match your prayerful generosity. To learn more and make your matching gift, go now to MatraDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app and renew your hope during our 2024 Spring share at Matraday Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. 812 here at Mater Dei Radio, high of 46 and low of 36 today. The sunlight streaming into our studio, but there's some dark clouds on the horizon, 30% chance of showers, rain and snow mix possible tonight, but none of it's expected to stick on the ground, and the amount of precipitation shouldn't be that much. Sunny and dry, but really windy tomorrow with a wet President's Day weekend as we wrap up the week. Currently, it is 38 degrees at St. Rose Catholic Church up in Longview. And 41 at St. Clair Catholic Church here in Portland. 
And I am back with Anna Evans. Anna is a focus missionary at the University of Oregon, joining us today to talk about the incredible work she's doing there at the university, but also check in with the amazing conference, Seek 24, that was recently held, brought together thousands and thousands of people and young people from across the country. Anna, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, you're so welcome. It's good to be here. And it reminds me of that hilltop experience. You just want to stay there forever, but you know that that's not possible and that all of these people that were in attendance, especially these college students, have to go back to their campuses. You know, most of them going to public or state schools and in in campuses that can uh, be unkind to people of faith. So how did they take that experience that they have at the SEAT conference and then take it back to their community, back to the universities, wherever they happen to be, and continue to live in Christ? Yeah, that's a great question, Brenda. And that's really, that's the that golden question there too, that we absolutely want to have these mountaintop experiences. And we we praise God for the consolations he pours out. But we know that that is not our entire walk with Christ. And um, yeah, all of all of the stories in the Bible of these mountaintop experiences, you know, oh, we just want to pitch, pitch the tent here, Lord, let us stay. And he actually calls us to walk with him, not just on the mountaintops, but within the valley. And that's really a lot of the work we we aim to do as focus missionaries is to be able to say, OK, what did you experience at this conference and how can we bring that back to campus? Because you're right, it's not exactly the most uh, welcoming environment for for the faith. But we want to see, okay, what does it mean day in, day out to live as a disciple of Christ? So forming habits of prayer, of praying with the scriptures, of joining a Bible study, um, of of really spending time and building authentic friendships, of being able to say, okay, you might not feel equipped or feel like you're enough to be able to share the gospel of Christ. But when you have received that message, when you have received the gift that it is to know Christ, we, we say we say like St. Paul, woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. We want to be able to equip these students to know that they have a powerful testimony, to know that the, the word of God is living and effective and that in any way that they're able to share that with their students, their students, their classmates, our students, that that's a small way that they can build up the body of Christ. So we we lead Bible studies, but we also lead um, discipleship groups. So the aim of those groups is to really to build up these students, to be able to lead other students or other friends beyond the college campus experience, because we want to be on lifelong mission with Christ wherever he leads us during and after college. Anna, for so many people that involve ourselves in a ministry and you, your whole life involved in the missionaries of the focus as, as a missionary for, we recognize that while we give so much to others, it's what we receive. That is such a blessing that keeps us doing these ministries day and after day after day for you. What has been maybe the the surprising blessing that you weren't expecting for yourself once you became a missionary for focus? Yeah, it's a great question. One of the lines we use a lot is um, saying that, that Jesus is so much more concerned about what he's going to do in you than through you. And we know how much he is concerned about what he's going to do through us. If he's saying, go and make disciples of all nations, we know that's a, that's a high call. But then knowing even more in you know John 15, and he says, apart from you, you can do nothing, but that he wants us to remain and abide in his love, that that has really been 
I think the the overarching theme of my time as a missionary is just seeing that, yeah, the Lord is never outdone in generosity, that no matter how much um, we feel like we have nothing to give him, that every little yes, every moment um, of joy, of suffering, whatever it is, that he is giving up tenfold right back to us. Um, yeah, that he is so concerned about what he's doing in our hearts. Um, so it's been a huge gift to really just enter into that transformation every single day. He's he's a good God. Oh, he is a good God indeed. And of course, it always rings in my head. A priest told me once, he said, Brenda, it's not as important as who you are as whose you are and you most definitely are a daughter of the heavenly king and you are doing such great work there Anna, for our listeners that perhaps maybe they have a a college student at university of oregon they would love for them to connect with focus ministry in what ways can uh, can people find you or if a student there on on campus or parent wants to let their student know there's this group how do they go about doing that Yeah, absolutely. We would love to be connected with any of the students here and any of the students really on over 200 campuses that Focus is on. Um, If you want to go to Focus's website, focus.org, I believe it's .org, but if you Google it, it'll pop right up, Fellowship of Catholic University Students. Um, We are able to be connected with students that don't have Focus on their campus as well. Um, So for anyone listening, we would love to reach out to you. Um, If you'd like to reach out to us, we know that it takes a lot of courage to reach out to new people, Um, but specifically here at the University of Oregon. Um, if you go to uonewman.org or our Instagram, uo underscore Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N, um, we would love to be connected on there. Um, parents, if you want your, your student to reach out to a missionary, um, the best way for that to happen is if they themselves want to reach out. And so we mm-hmm. encourage you, yeah, send them this information, um, send them our website. They can get connected with one of the missionaries or a student, and we will gladly, gladly um, reach out to them as well. I love it. There's that word again, invitation. That's all it takes is that invitation. Well, Anna, thank you so much uh, for your time today. We look forward to future discussions because I know that there is going to be a Seek 25 conference in Salt Lake City, not too far away. We would love to follow you along on that conference next year as well. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. 819 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's the morning blend with Brenda and Pat. And last night, Brenda, because yes. I, I, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry yesterday, oh, too. I, I stuck to my one meal, but I, I did a little online grocery shopping last night. Stocked up on lots of lentil soup. Found a found a good soup deal. And uh, the reason I mention that is because we have got a wonderful program. It's the Fred Myers Community Rewards Program. Every time you go shopping, whether you're in the store or online, a little bit of that can go back to Catholic Radio. You can link that Fred Myers Rewards card to Catholic Broadcasting Northwest, our parent organization. I've done that. I think you've done I that. I have too. And every time you shop, you're shopping for the cause and helping Catholic Radio. Check it out. You can go online, materdayradio.com, and get all the details to link your community rewards card to Materday Radio and help us grow Catholic Radio here in the Willamette Valley. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. 
Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Registrations for both CYO Track and Field and Camp Howard are now open. With Track and Field, youth can try new events, learn teamwork skills, improve their fitness, and reach new goals. We are also hiring track and field officials. Visit CYOCampHoward.org to learn more. At Camp Howard, we help cultivate children's social skill sets in a safe environment with trained staff, connecting with others in the beautiful, peaceful outdoors with a host of wonderful activities. These include swimming, archery, basketball, arts and crafts, hiking, campfires, and having fun with fellow campers. We are also hiring summer camp staff. Be transformed where everyone in our community is valued and celebrated for the person they are. And join us this summer. Register your children or grandchildren now at CYOCampHoward.org. Thank you to all of our volunteers for your efforts to inspire our youth to become faith-filled leaders. May God richly bless you. I'm Dave Tolleson. And I'm Marilyn Tolleson. We're a presenting team for Worldwide Marriage Encounter. Are you searching for more connection with your spouse? Worldwide Marriage Encounter has many online live experiences available now. We offer enrichments over a weekend or over multiple sessions to fit your lifestyle. A Worldwide Marriage Encounter experience is a great way to connect more deeply with your spouse. For more information, visit www.me.org. That's www.me.org. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. What's your next mission from God? You do have one. We all do. God has something in mind for us right where we are. This is Julie Anderko. Please join me on Your Next Mission from God, where the saints show us just how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Listen to Your Next Mission from God, Saturday mornings at 7.15 and Sunday mornings at 8.15, right here on the bridge between your faith and everyday life, Mater Day Radio. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on Mater Day Radio. Leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 824 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample has released his Lenten message and he's challenging us to a specific kind of fast. We'll tell you more about that just ahead in news. All right, and just imagine heading down the road, looking ahead and seeing nothing but green lights. Well, you might think God is blessing you in a special way this Lent, but don't go too fast because that light might turn red on you and get all of the fun stopped in a quick way. Portland police are trying out a new program and it's meant to curb the traffic accidents that we are getting Mm -hmm. here in the Portland area. So, uh, yeah, I think people might just be rather finding a different 
route around it. So we'll see how that works out for you as well. I'll have that story for you coming up after beautiful Lenten music for this season. This is Miriam Grace with Ave Mary Stella. And we are the morning blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
Saturday Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's Mary and Grace, also known as Miriam Marston and Ave Maristella, Our Lady Star of the Sea, leading us through the fog on this Thursday morning, the morning blend with Pat and Brenda. It's 830. On Ash... Uh, the relics of 21 Coptic martyrs killed by ISIS in Libya will be venerated in St. Peter's Basilica on Thursday evening at an ecumenical prayer service marking their first official feast day in the Catholic calendar. The evening Vespers at the Vatican will commemorate the ninth anniversary of the martyrdom of the 21 Coptic Orthodox men who were beheaded by the Islamic State on a beach in Libya on February 15, 2015. Pope Francis added the 21 Coptic martyrs to the Roman martyrology of the church official list of saints last May as he met with the head of the Coptic Orthodox Church of Alexandria. Following the prayer service, the Vatican Film Library will host a screening of a documentary about the martyrs titled The 21, The Power of Faith. Portland Archbishop Alexander K. Sample released his Ash Wednesday address online yesterday, and he's challenging the faithful with a specific fast during this Lenten season. In order to make more time for God in prayer and more time for other people through acts of mercy and love, I'm going to invite you to join me in fasting from social media and internet usage that is not truly necessary. This will give us all more time to pray, and that's something we're supposed to do during Lent. Archbishop Samples also encouraging Lenten groups from Ashland to Astoria to gather in homes as a body of Christ and be led by the Holy Spirit. Resources for these Lenten home groups are available on the Archdiocese of Portland website at archpdx.org. On Ash Wednesday, Pope Francis said that Lent is a time to look inward at our true selves and to share our deepest desires, worries, and weaknesses with the Lord in prayer. In his homily, Pope Francis said today, everything has to be exposed, shown off, and fed to the gossip mill of the moment. The Lord is inviting us to remove the masks we so often wear and to see ourselves as we truly are in the sight of God. Pope Francis presided over Mass at the Basilica of Santa Sabina, a 5th century Roman church on Avatine Hill where St. Thomas Aquinas once resided. The Mass followed a short procession of priests and cardinals that started at the Benedictine Abbey of St. Anselm on the Avatine with sung prayers of the Litany of the Saints. The 87-year-old Pope, who frequently uses a wheelchair, did not lead the procession of priests and cardinals this year, as he has in the past due to his limited mobility. This morning, investigators in Kansas City are piecing together the events leading up to and during the shooting at the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration that wounded 21 people and killed beloved local DJ Lisa Lopez Galvan, a mother of two. Tens of thousands of fans attended the parade yesterday when around 2 in the afternoon outside Union Station, a historic railway depot in downtown Kansas City, gunfire sent scores of people running for cover. Several children were treated for gunshot wounds at a local hospital, and all are expected to recover. Police detained three people at the rally and recovered multiple firearms. Kansas City, Missouri police have not identified the people in custody or any possible motive. 
Some significant changes are coming to one of Portland's most dangerous stretches of road along Southeast Powell Boulevard. In 2023, Portland saw the most traffic deaths in three decades. Now Portland Bureau of Transportation's Rest on Red program hopefully will make a difference. As part of the program, traffic signals in certain intersections would be upgraded to include microwave sensors, which would be able to detect how fast cars are going and could act if vehicles are moving too quickly. So basically, you go too fast, the next light is going to turn red to slow you down. Another change Peabot is looking at is to have all red lights at some intersections at certain times of the night, forcing drivers to completely stop. Then a sensor would trigger a green light while vehicles are waiting. The goal of this is to reduce speeding on long corridors. They are looking to begin with traffic signals on Southeast Powell Boulevard between 21st and 33rd Avenue. And in sports, Detroit Piston Center Isaiah Stewart was arrested for assault yesterday for punching Phoenix Sun Center Drew Eubanks at the arena hours before the teams played. Eubanks said the altercation happened as he was coming onto the court. He said an argument started and they were chest to chest before Stewart threw the punch. Security intervened and Phoenix police said Stewart was issued a citation and later released. Eubanks, as you may recall, is from Troutdale and previously played for Oregon State and for the Trailblazers. And speaking of the Blazers, they are back home tonight in the Moda Center. It's the second game they'll play against the uh, best team in the West, the uh, Timberwolves of Minnesota. Tip-off set for 7 o'clock at the Moda. Lent gives us the opportunity to reflect on how we can use our faith to be our best selves. And there's no greater example than the life of a much-loved saint, Mother Teresa of Calcutta. The saint who devoted her long life to serving the poor often shared some simple ways in which we can improve ourselves on a daily basis. In the book, The Joy in Loving, A Guide to Daily Living, a compilation of her wisdom, we find some essentials for bringing a little more humility into our lives. So perhaps this Lent, follow in the footsteps of Mother Teresa to speak as little as possible of oneself. To mind your own business. I've said that a lot in my years. Uh, not to other people, of course. Uh, not to want to manage other people's affairs. Avoid curiosity. Pass over the mistakes of others. To accept insults and injuries. To accept being slighted, forgotten, and disliked. To be kind and gentle, even under provocation. Never to stand on one's dignity and to choose always the hardest. I'm not ever very good at choosing the hardest, that's for sure. But perhaps one thing, just take on one thing this Lent, and you can be a little more saintly. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, down in Springfield at St. Alice Catholic Church, the monthly morning of contemplative prayer is this Sunday, February 18th, starting at 5 in the morning. Three hours of contemplative prayer before the Blessed Sacrament, one hour for each of the persons of the Holy Trinity. Really beautiful things happening down there. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go online to moderndayradio.com 
or find it on our Hail Mary Media app along with other Lenten resources. Well, one of the great things we can do during Lent is pray with icons. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're very, very Mm. powerful. And we will be talking with the director of the Classical Iconography Institute here in Portland. Christine Slesser is joining us next on The Morning Blend after we check weather. Snow? Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, believe it or not. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including True North Retirement Advisors. Financial planning and investment management to help you retire with confidence. With decades of experience, True North Retirement Advisors partners with you to find clarity, build a plan, and invest with your Catholic values in mind. Scheduling a free consultation is available online at truenorthretirementadvisors.com. Many Christians are familiar with the story where the Pharisees bring a woman caught in adultery to Jesus and try to test him for charges against the law of Moses. Jesus had been showing all sorts of mercy that was unusual to them, eating with sinners and tax collectors, driving demons out of Gentiles, and even curing people on the Sabbath. They thought they could trap him, but Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground. We can assume he was writing out their sins. He then said, let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And in response, they went away one by one. Jesus then said, has no one condemned you, then neither do I condemn you. But Jesus continues, go and sin no more. It's fine for us to meet people where they are at with mercy, but we can't just leave them there. We must help them come to a place free of sin in their lives. This is Matt Maloney from knowthefaith.net. Time and again, we hear from grateful listeners who tell us their faith lives have been nourished by Mater Day Radio. We hope these wonderful testaments to our spirit-filled broadcast never cease. You can help ensure the future of our broadcast by naming Mater Day Radio as a beneficiary in your will or other forms of estate planning. By leaving a legacy to Mater Day Radio, you are supporting a gospel message of prayer and hope heard by thousands of listeners every day. Learn more about our estate planning options at materdayradio.com. 840 here at Mater Day Radio, high of 46 and low of 36 today. We've got our heads up in the clouds here on the Sylvan Hill as the fog has rolled in. Didn't see that coming. The weather changed really quickly. Mostly cloudy today with 30% chance of showers, but rain and snow mix possible for tonight. Although, thankfully, it's wet ground, it's warm ground, so none of that snow is going to be sticking around. Sunny and dry tomorrow, but might be breezy, so don't get blown away out there. Yesterday afternoon, I noticed when I was running errands, just even in Vancouver, it was kind of that slushy rain coming down. And that was kind of later in the afternoon. It was cold for sure yesterday, but I'm glad that it did not accumulate at all. We'll see what this continues to do. Just more of the same. I like it to come down. I just don't need it to accumulate. Yeah, we had a few flurries up here uh, at the station yesterday afternoon. Didn't stick, thank goodness. Okay. Right now, no snow. 
Cloudy, 42 in Dallas, Oregon at St. Philip Catholic Church. And it is above freezing and 40 degrees at the Proto-Cathedral of St. James the Greater in Vancouver. One of the fundamental elements of the Catholic faith is the way that beauty and truth interact together. And one of the groups locally that is doing a lot to pursue that is the Classical Iconography Institute. The Classical Iconography Institute is a fine arts educational nonprofit dedicated to teaching the ancient method of egg tempura iconography to preserve one of the oldest traditional sacred arts of the ancient Christian East and West. Joining us this morning is the executive director of the Classical Iconography Institute, Christine Slasher. Christine, great to have you here, and I understand you've just moved into a brand new building with the Institute in Northeast Portland. How does this new facility enhance your programs? Oh, this location has been a godsend to us. We um, had a lovely studio over at St. Mary's Cathedral, but the cathedral and all of its buildings are undergoing a renovation. So we were so fortunate that the Dominican monks and the parish of Holy Rosary offered us this wonderful place because it's the very first time that we've ever ha had all of our goods under one roof. Oh. So we have a room for our historic pigments and in another room we have rare books because we inherited a very fine collection of Russian and out of print iconography manuals and Podliniki, which are pattern books. And so we use them all for our students and we finally have a place for that. We have a place for our painting. We have a special section dedicated just to drawing. And so now, because the building was not in use, we can use it in the daytime for daytime classes and for evening classes, and we also have an online program. So we've been able to build our program from about 12 to 15 students that we had before to 33 now. So we have undergone a very large expansion, largely due to the fact that we have a facility and that they have given us this place of shelter. We're so grateful to them. Christine, what of your upcoming programs for this spring is about to start Byzantine Drawing 2. Can you share with us the details of this class? And I know registration closes February 1st. Yes, and we always offer one class per term that doesn't have any prerequisites. So anyone can register for Byzantine Drawing 2. You don't need to have Byzantine Drawing 1, but just so that you know that was about the face. Byzantine Drawing 2 focuses on the body. Ah. And what we do is we teach the underlying geometry, and this is what's fascinating. It's all based on the module of the nose. So if you were to take the measurement from the tip of your nose to the root of your nose, which is right where the corner of your eye is, you would have three of those measures to make up your face or a head. And in our, we're beginning with the Mount Athos uh, formula from the 12th century, nine heads make up a body. And there, the module of the nose fits into the length of the arm and the hands everywhere. Every part of the body is based on the module of the nose. So that helps you also to date an icon. Because if you see an icon that is like 12 heads high, that would be 18th century probably because the figures elongated as the buildings got taller. So we're going to teach students the static figure, which is the, the figure that would be in the Oran's position praying. 
And we're also going to teach the inverted S shape, which is a dynamic pose that would be like bowing or in supplication to Christ. So we're going to not only teach the body, but how to draw the garments and how the folds fall in both of those positions. So that'll set you up to be able to begin to draw your own icon. And that that starts at the end of February. And in addition to that, coming up this summer, you have got a iconography retreat at Mount Angel Abbey. How does that integrate into the monastic spirituality on the hilltop? Well, iconography began in monasticism. Mm. And so we really wanted to return to our roots. And originally, the Iconography Institute started at Mount Angel in the 80s. And so the Classical Iconography Institute is actually that very same nonprofit, just with an updated name, you know, new students and new management, but it's a tradition that started there. And what we do is we center all of our instruction around the monastic prayer schedule. So we start with daily mass and we work until the noon prayer bell, and then we go to pray with the monks. But we also have monks in our class. So last summer we had five monks in our class and that really changed the dynamic for everyone. It really opened the hearts of our students and the monks had a wonderful interaction with them actually counseled some of our students, and it really helped us all to become a cohesive unit. Our guest is Christine Slesher. She's the executive director of the Classical Iconography Institute. Christine, you're planning an exciting pilgrimage from Byzantium to the home of St. Paul coming up September 11th through the 22nd. What's the itinerary for this trip? Well, this one we're going to begin in Bulgaria which was actually part of the Byzantine Empire at around the year 1000. A lot of the icons in Bulgaria are very similar to those in Greece. And so that's the reason why we're going to start there and then move south and go to northern Greece and then walk in the footsteps of Paul in Thessaloniki and in Veria, in Pella, and Castoria, in all those areas where he preached. We're also going to include not only monasteries and churches as we normally do, but also some um, cultural sites. So to get the whole history of that time period, both archaeologically speaking and then artistically speaking with the artwork and the architecture. You've done pilgrimages in the past. Mm -hmm. How does this enhance that classroom setting? I learned so much by going to see these these works firsthand because we were able to interact with the monks. And so they taught us things about the icons that we didn't know. And to see them larger than life and to see the details really helped bring that into the program. A lot of the examples that I took photographs of are being used in the classroom now to teach geometry and to learn about the color and the spiritualism of that color. That's very important because there's nothing in an icon that is there for artistic purposes or by chance. It really enhanced my own education, my own ability to convey that to the students. But so many of my students did come along, and they're incorporating what they saw into their artwork now. And so they have, and they have a rationale for it, too. So 
it really sure. just provided both the spiritual background and the artistic background to make them better iconographers. So if somebody's listening to us this morning and they want to find out more about how to become maybe a part of a class mm -hmm. or the pilgrimage, how do they get more information? Well, you can go to our website, which is classicaliconography.org. And I also encourage you, if you have any questions, to just email me directly. I answer all the emails. Um, I'm happy to do it. So it's director at classicaliconography.org. Most everything that we've talked about today is on the website, but I encourage anyone to contact me directly and I'd be happy to provide any other information. Wonderful, Christine. Well, this is so exciting and the work you're doing is just dynamic. It's amazing. Well, my intention and the goal of the Iconography Institute is really to preserve this ancient Christian art form of the East and West and really to help people use this to enhance their relationship with God and pray. That is truly a noble purpose. She's Christine Slesser, Executive Director of the Classical Iconography Institute, and you can find out more about their classes, the pilgrimages, and anything going on there at the Institute by going online to classicaliconography.org. You'll find that link, more information, and a replay of this interview online at MontereyRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. It is 8.51 here at Mater Day Radio. During this Lenten season, so many people are taking the opportunity to go on retreat to refresh and renew that faith in Christ. So here at Mater Day Radio, as we move into these Lenten months, we are preparing for our spring share renewing your hope. Renew your hope. The share coming up April 8th through the 12th, and we're already beginning that process of lining up all of these amazing guests. That's the part that I enjoy so much, is all of the people, Pat, that we get to have up to the station that support this ministry for so many years. I like the food. <laughs> we are fed so very well, and uh, yeah, there's some, uh, we'll just say some groups and local parishes that come and make sure we're well taken care mm -hmm. of. Uh, I'd like to put my request question for soup again because <laughs> it was very very good last year for sure but i was going through my mail and i saw that the letter had been received our pre-shareathon letter please open that up and spend just a little bit of time reading pat you put together such a beautiful letter that just talks about our ministry in such a way that hopefully that theme of renewing hope and being with matcha day radio during our spring shareathon comes through so beautifully that fund that we are asking for in that letter helps build the matching fund, that pre-shareathon fund that allows us to really jump and build off of. So that way during the week, those goals that we have to meet each hour are a little bit easier with each one of our wonderful guests. So please take a little time, read that letter and what you can do to help Mater Day Radio during this Lenten season as we prepare for our share is so, so appreciated. You can also find out more information at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. 
Join Mater Dei Radio and Archbishop Alexander Sample as he prays the Hail Holy Queen. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon all of you, your families, your loved ones, and be with you this day and forever. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. Would you like to gain a deeper understanding of the Holy Mass? Hello, this is Terry Ross. Join me on Mater Dei Radio each Saturday afternoon at 4 and Sunday afternoon at 2 for the glory of the Mass. Every weekend, we'll explore the rich history of sacred music within the Catholic liturgy. Increase your appreciation for the beauty and sanctity of Catholic sacred music with the glory of the Mass Saturday and Sunday afternoons on Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend. Check out our podcast at materdayradio.com. 855 at Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Doing some funny things on the bridge today. We've got a chance of rain with some snow mixed in with that. But it's going <laughs> to stay warm enough where it doesn't stick, so you don't have to worry about it. Just enjoy it. the flurries. Right now, I can't tell whether it's sunny or raining, but we'll say we'll say it's raining right now in Puddletown, and it's 42 degrees. And closing out our show today, here is Sarah Kroger, Impossible Things. And we are the Morning Blend on Mater Day Radio. Take my 
Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Sarah Kroger, impossible things. That would be like Brenda trying to keep that media fast during Lent. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> it's 859. <laughs> oh, but I did not. I'll try. I did not sit in my plop seat in the family room yesterday. I'm proud so of you. I'm that's proud of one you. day down. That's all I got to do is focus on today. In fact, focusing on today, that's wrapping it up for us on the morning blend. It is Thursday. So live with passion with Father Cedric this evening at 730. We hope you have a blessed day. God bless you.